You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Time to lock and load. Time to get control. Time to search for soul and start again. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I am James Yarko, joined as usual by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, and at DH82 underscore Bucks. I will start off by apologizing to everyone. I have been sick since New Year's Day. I can't breathe out of my nose. My voice is pretty much shot, but David and I have to get some episodes out to you guys. So, you know, the consummate performer, the show must go on. I'm going to push through, but David, buddy... We have some things to talk about because there's a coaching search going on. Oh, yeah. So as of now, as of recording, um, the Buccaneers have interviewed Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, Vikings defensive coordinator George Edwards, uh, former Arizona Cardinals head coach Bruce Arians, and they are scheduled to speak with uh, Dallas Cowboys coach Chris Richard sometime today as David and I are recording this right now it is halftime of the Chargers Ravens game so that gives you kind of an idea as to what time it is um but they are supposed to interview Richard uh on Sunday they it's it's the Bucks the Jets and the Dolphins are all flying down to Dallas to do that interview but David first and foremost I'm, I'm gonna lean on you to do more more of the talking here since I really can't um what pops out to you about some of these candidates that the Bucks have spoken to? Obviously, Bienemy is a hot name right now because of how great Patrick Mahomes has been this season and how well the Chiefs have been playing. Um, George Edwards in, in in Minnesota, that name kind of surprised me a little bit. I don't personally know too much about him. And then, of course, Bruce Arians, he's been a guy that everyone's been talking about. You and I have been talking about him since November of last year. I looked it up, Locked on Bucks podcast in November of 17 started the hashtag BA to the Bay when everyone was going gaga for Gruden. You and I were talking Bruce Arians and Chris Richard back then. So obviously you and I are big fans of Richard and Arians, but uh, given how the search has gone as far as we know uh, and, and the candidates that have been made public, what are some things that kind of pop out to you as far as what direction the Bucks are going? Well, Coach Bandemi wasn't really someone, you know, that was on my radar uh, coming into the end of the season and, and all that as we speculated who the Buccaneers might target. Obviously, some of the more common names were out there like Harbaugh and uh, McCarthy and, and all that. But once I found out that they were going to be interviewing Bandemi, I went ahead and looked into him a little bit. And I mean, I, I think it's it's par for the course with what a lot of other people think. Uh, obviously, Kansas City's offense is very impressive. and you know, I had the same thoughts that a lot of people did. How much of that was Andy Reid and how much of that was Eric Bieniemy? Uh, I think the the answer is probably a mixture of both. And I think that if anything else, what 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 Bucks fans can look forward to with Bieniemy, if you know, if, at the end of this whole process, he turns out to be the hire, is the mentality that Andy Reid installs and in, instills into his coaches versus necessarily the 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 results. You know what I mean? Like. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is a very different quarterback than Jameis Winston is. Uh, Travis Kelsey and O.J. Howard, uh, I know you and I are really high on O.J. Is I, I don't think he's quite on the same shelf as Travis Kelsey uh, for yet. obvious reasons. Yet. Uh, yet. Yes, I agree with that. There's no Tyree Hill. 
you know what I mean, in Kansas City, but or uh, in Tampa Bay, but there's no Mike Evans in Kansas City. So you're not so much looking for a coach like Eric Bieniemy to come in and say, okay, this is Kansas City 2.0, because that's not what Andy Reid's former assistants and, and, and coordinators have done in their careers. You look at guys like John Harbaugh, Ron Rivera, uh, even Steve Spagnolo. You know, with with some of the limited uh, success that he's had, and the the one uh, you know one full year with uh, with the Giants, Todd Bowles. You know, uh, some some mixed mixed impressions there. But then you really look at Doug Peterson and Matt Nagy. Um, a lot had a lot of a lot of stuff has been made about those two. But all these coaches, the, the great thing about them is if you look across their schemes, you look across their teams, they're all different. But they also tend to accentuate what their team does really well and try to minimize what their team doesn't do so well. Like you look at the Baltimore Ravens this year specifically, they've got some issues on the offensive side of the ball, but what coach Harbaugh has been able to do for the most part is accentuate the good, right? Which is uh, the, the versatility of a guy like Dixon, the, the legs of a guy like Jackson, kind of the threat that he, he brings and, and try to use those things against your opponent and then lean on the defense. Whereas uh, you look at a guy like Doug Peterson who come in with a backup quarterback uh, you know, I wrote on Bucks Nation maybe the best backup quarterback in the history of the National Football League and win a Super Bowl with a mega Super Bowl run with them. So you've got coaches who have the mentality of being able to adjust their scheme to fit their roster. And I think that's what Jason Light was talking about. And that's why the enemy has risen to the heights that he has as a coaching candidate is because if he truly comes from the Andy Reid coaching tree, he's going to coach for his players and not for his ego. Uh, which you know alludes kind of what Jason Light has said, and an interesting stat that I found kind of researching Eric Bieniemy because, like I said, he wasn't really on my radar to begin with, is that sixty-seven percent of Andy Reid's former assistants who became coaches, head coaches, have taken their teams to the postseason as a head coach. So that's a pretty good track record. Uh, that's, I mean, again, more more to follow if if he does get hired and, and you know and all that. We'll definitely look into it. But uh, some of the concerns about him, I don't think you really need to worry about. I mean. At the at the end of the day, you you it's more important for a head coach to be a leader of men than it is for him to be a play caller. And Coach Bandami, while he's not calling plays in Kansas City, he's called plays before. He knows how to run an offense. He knows how to game plan. Uh, he has experience in doing all of that. And the play calling is really the execution of the planning, whereas the planning is the most important part. So, uh, as far as Coach Bandami, I'm not really too concerned if if he ends up being the hire as much as some of the other people are. With uh. Who was it? The Vikings defense coordinator? I can't remember uh, his name. George Edwards. Yeah, he wasn't on my radar, and I, I don't mean to, to be disrespectful. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean I don't I don't see it happening. I just I just don't see it happening. Um, yeah, it doesn't make much sense him. to me. Right, uh, it really doesn't. Um, I've kind of got my own personal beliefs on why they interviewed him. Um, I'll save those for a later day. Uh, maybe we'll get into that. Um, maybe not, but. Uh, I'm not really too concerned with that. Chris Richard, obviously, like you said, James, I mean, we've we've been big fans of his for a while now. I, I've been a big fan of his for a while now. I think he's getting a job somewhere. Um, honestly, my gut right now tells me he lands in Miami, which we were talking about before we start recording. Kind of sucks for him, but, um, you know, it is what it is. Maybe, you know, he can do some good things there. I'll be pulling for him either way because I think he's a, he's got a bright future uh, ahead of him. And then, I mean, we haven't even talked about the biggest name that the Bucks have interviewed. You You want to kick that off? Oh, Bruce, Bruce. <laughs> no, um, I mean, obviously we've been big Bruce Arians fans for a while and um, he's, he's done it all. You know, that's, that's the thing when, when we were talking in the Bucks nation group chat 
way back in like October, um, you know, we started talking about candidates that we personally liked and, and we liked guys. Uh, I, I think it all started by talking about John Harbaugh and, and how well-rounded he is and why he does make such a good head coach is because he's worked in all facets of the game. He's, He's worked on the defensive side of the ball. He's worked on the offensive side of the ball, and he was a special teams coordinator. You like to have that that well-rounded guy to be the head coach of a football team so that you're not really just focused on one side. I think that was one of the problems with, with Dirk Cutter was he was too focused on the offense, and his defensive coordinator was terrible, but he was loyal to him. Um, you know, same thing with Lovey Smith, only on the reverse. He was so focused on the defensive side of the ball that the offense suffered. You know, that those were the things that we were seeing. So Bruce Arians is one of those guys. We saw him in, in, in Arizona be successful. Before that, you know, he filled in for, for Chuck Pagano when, of course, Pagano was, was diagnosed with, with um, was it leukemia? I, I can't remember the exact kind of cancer that that, that Chuck had, but Chuck yeah. had to step away for his, for his health reasons, and and Bruce Arians was the interim coach, and, and he got them to the what was it the the AFC Championship that year? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so as an interim head coach, Bruce Arians wins Coach of the Year. Then he moves on to Arizona, turns around and wins Coach of the Year again. He took a team that was 5-11 and 11 before he got there and turned them into a 10-6 and 6 football team in his first season. They went to the NFC Championship and lost to the Panthers, who eventually lost to the Broncos in the Super Bowl. But we've seen Arians have success. For those that, that watched All or Nothing when it debuted following that Arizona Cardinals team, you saw exactly what kind of guy Bruce Arians was. And one of the things that, that I remember from that show, and I absolutely loved it, was he was addressing the team and he says, you know, if if I yell at you, it's not because I don't like you. I like you as a person. I mean, you're here. If your football sucks, I'm going to tell you your football sucks. Like, that's just how he is. He's not going to sugarcoat anything. He's going to tell you like it is. And so that's what makes him so popular among Bucks fans as as the quote-unquote leading candidate, according to Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, for this head coaching job because we've seen him succeed. We've seen him succeed as a coordinator in, in Pittsburgh and Indianapolis. We've seen him succeed as a head coach in Indianapolis and Arizona. And then he, he steps away for those health reasons. And I think if those, a lot of people are, are worried, you know, he's 66 years old, there's these health concerns, you know, why would he be the right hire? Well, if those health concerns were really concerning at this point in time, I don't think he would be re-entering the, the you know, coaching ring. I don't think he would have put it out there when Hugh Jackson was fired that he was interested in the Browns job. And I, I still to this day believe he said that because that was the only opening at the time and you don't you don't call for someone else's job you don't you don't sit there and say hey i want i want dirk cutter's job you know if he gets fired or i want mike mccarthy's job if he gets fired you don't do that um so when he started to show that interest in coaching obviously it started you know the 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 rumors and the hope started to heat up again and i think it's just because we've seen what he can do and and it's someone that Bucks fans gravitate towards because he has been a successful head coach and many believe myself included that if he is the head coach of this team, he will bring success. Yeah. B BA is amazing. Um, that's kind of guy right there that, you know, uh, I, I watched every season of hard knocks and all that stuff, but really when Amazon did their special with Bruce Arians and the Arizona Cardinals, that's like, that's, that's, 
like football reality programming gold right there. Uh, oh, it was it was perfect. I and I haven't watched any of the season since. They did it with the Cowboys. They did it with um, Jim Harbaugh and, and Michigan. And my my boss has told me he's like, I sat down and I watched them. They're they're really really good. And I'm like, you can't top that Cardinals team and Bruce yeah. Arians and and the personalities. It, it was just it was so much fun to watch. Yeah, and I think the big thing. With, with Bruce Arians, you know, it's it's a difference between likership and leadership, right? And and I'm not and don't don't take this, you know, in any way, shape, or form as me saying that Dirk Cutter was was not uh, a leader, you know, so to speak. But what I what I feel like Bruce Arians is really going to do is come in, and I think he's he he's got a skill. He's got a, he's got the ability to communicate with players that just doesn't come easy to to a lot of other people, and. And doing some research on him and, and doing some studying on him, and I, I found some players, I uh, found some other coaches, you know, from from Coach Arians' past, who have who have really who have really talked about that. Said that you know he has the ability to really just kind of break things down in a way that makes you understand it. Um, one of the one of the most impressive ones I found was with with Kelly Holcomb, who was Peyton Manning's backup in Indianapolis during uh, Coach Arians' time there with the Colts. And he he recollect, it was an NFL.com article that I found. I can't remember who the writer is, so I apologize for that. But it was on NFL.com, and and, and Holcomb basically reflected back on a time when uh, both he and Manning were kind of confused with one of their uh, check with me calls. They ran a running scheme to where uh, once they lined up and when they, once they saw how the defense was lined up, how the linebackers were lined up, there was a check with me, and there was, there was a call they had to make, a gut call they had to make based off of the alignment of the defense on where they were going to run. And that was something, you know, for those who don't know, the headset, uh, you know, the headset between the play caller and the quarterback doesn't stay on, you know, the entire time till the clock hits zero. It's it turns off at a certain point. So once that point comes, that quarterback is out there and they've got to be able to rely on their training and on the coaching and everything else to make the right decision. Well, Manning and Holcomb in, in the beginning stages of installing this system really weren't understanding it. And he reflected Holcomb did on how Bruce Arians was able to really just just simplify it. Just say, look, here it's very simple. Here's how we're going to look at this. If linebacker one is lined up in gap one, this is what we're going to do. We're going to run to this side. We're going to run in this gap. We're going to do this. If they're lined up over here, so on and so forth. And it really simplified it. And Kelly Holcomb then you know went on to talk about his favorite quote from Bruce Arians, and I love it. And what that quote is, is it's not about the X's and O's. It's about the Jimmy's and Joe's. And again, going back, you know, talking about uh, Jason Light and his his uh, uh, post Dirk Cutter firing press conference, we're not, you know, they're not out there looking for egos. They're out there looking for the right fit, and that's what you're talking about. Is a coach who can, whether you're Peyton Manning, whether you're Kelly Holcomb, whether you're, uh, I don't know who, who did he, I can't remember who he made the, made the playoffs with in Cleveland. Whether you're a Cleveland Browns quarterback, one of the plethora of quarterbacks that have gone through that franchise. Or whether you're Carson Palmer or Jameis Winston, Bruce Arians is going to find a way to communicate the message to you and help you get to where you need to get to execute that message. And if the message isn't working, he has zero problems uh, adjusting them. I mean, I found a whole lot of, I mean, just more stories than I really expected to. He had a quarterback in 1978 at Mississippi State who had pulled his groin muscle before a bowl game against Alabama. And literally, Coach Arians is in the press box or in the coaching box. Uh, drawing up plays that allowed his quarterback to stay in the game without having to to minimize movement to not uh make his groin injury even worse. I mean, 
just that's the kind of coach that Coach Arians is and always has been is is a guy who's, you know what, we have this problem, and that's kind of what we've all been grabbing on with the Bucks, right? We have this problem. Well, let's fix it. Let's not just continue to pound the same nail into the same board waiting for the wood to give up. Let's find a different way to attack this thing and, and come at it. And that's, you know, like I said, plenty of stories. Uh, if he's the hire, we'll, we'll get him in, in even more of those stories because I found a whole bunch of them that uh, were just amazing. But that's leadership, you know what I mean? And that's the, kind of what we've been talking about. And, and, again, not knocking Coach Cutter, you know, in any way, shape, or form, but that's what a guy like Bruce Arians brings to the table, which is why he's so valuable. It's less about his football knowledge. It's about his approach. It's about his directness. It's about his ability to communicate honestly with players, but for those players to on, on, or, uh, uh, reciprocate by understanding that what Coach is saying isn't meant to hurt feelings or hurt egos or whatever, put people in check, however you want to play it or say it, it's meant to get the entire team to one place, and that's the place that they all want to be, which is uh, the Super Bowl. All right. Well, David, I know we have a voicemail that we need to get, well, part of a voicemail that we need to get to, <laughs> but before we do that, have to give a shout-out to good friends of the show, and that, of course, is our good friends over at my bookie. The NFL playoffs are here, and it is time to get in on the action with my bookie. Don't be that guy with no rooting interest as your relatives and friends sit around watching the games, especially when you're a Bucks fan and, and you haven't experienced you know NFL playoffs in uh, 6,000 years. You know, no, not this year. When Super Bowl 53 is right around the corner, it really is the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for the daily action by signing up at MyBookie today. They pay fast when you win. Ownership really cares about good customer service, and they offer the craziest props. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on, and if you want to make money during bowl season, you got to go to MyBookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out yourself. Join now, and MyBookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have a nice bankroll for bowl season. Use promo code Locked On when you deposit to activate the offer. That's promo code Locked On L O C K E D O N. At MyBookie, you play, you win, and you get paid. David, when you head over to MyBookie, who are you taking in the national championship? You taking Bama or you taking Clemson? Uh, I'm taking Bama. Fair enough. Yeah. I think Clemson wins. I don't know what the spread is, though. What's the spread? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, I'm guessing it's Bama by probably like seven or eight. I mean, if it's Bama by more than seven, I might, uh, you know, that that would be that would make things interesting. I think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. Uh, I think it's a one-score uh, game. It may be less than one touchdown. It is Bama by, uh, it, it's Alabama minus four and a half. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see like a field goal game. I mean, that's interesting. That's a good, that's a good line. That's actually. A, I don't know how Vegas does it. The, the Seahawks-Cowboys game was one of the most wild things ever if you are one of those people that head over to my bookie and, and bet on sports. Because not only did the uh, the Seahawks get that backdoor cover, but then they also hit the over. It was wild to watch people lose their minds on Twitter that had bet on that game. So, David, we had a, a voicemail from our good friend Matt, and uh, this mm-hmm. time without son Troy, which Matt, we need to hear from Troy again. We want to yeah. we want to get him in a voicemail here very soon. But Matt covered a plethora of topics, like a lot of topics. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to touch on 
his opinion on this coaching search because he covered everything from Deshaun Jackson to Cameron Brait to disappointments throughout the season to, you know, what ifs there was, he gave us a week's worth of show material. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now we just want to focus on what he said about the coaching search. So why don't you go ahead and let us know what, what Matt was saying uh, regarding what the bucks are doing right now. Yeah, I mean, essentially with the, with the head coach and search, he's basically just saying he wants someone to come in with the right mentality. Uh, and JPP kind of touched on that uh, a little bit too. That you know, the the goal of the franchise, the goal of the players, is to get to the Super Bowl. Is to get and you know to do that, you have to get to the playoffs and and so on and so forth. And, and Matt referenced you know testicular fortitude, and uh, you know we've kind of talked about that here a little bit in this episode of bringing in. A guy who's going to be a leader, who's going to stand in front of the crowd and in front of the group, and be uh, the the main guy, be be the front runner. You know, uh, not in like a show off standpoint, but be the guy that says, "I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm going to be accountable." I remember, um, you know, Coach Bianami hasn't had a whole lot of press. Coach uh, Richard, a lot of people who have been around him have talked about his ability to engage with his players and really be straightforward and kind of bring that fire out of them. So obviously he's got probably what Matt's looking for. And then Coach Arians again. I mean, he's he's had the most press out of all of them. We know what Coach Arians brings to the table. You know, and, and I agree with him. Uh, again, Dirt Cutter, you know, uh, seemed like a really great guy for, for all aspects of, of life. You know, everybody that, that we know that we've talked to from within the building, outside the building, interactions with him. Uh, Brent on the pewter cast, I think Ren as well, talked about meeting him at training camp and stuff like that. And, you know the pewter the or the pewter port guys. I've never heard them say a crossword about him as an individual person uh, ever. You know uh, on on our podcast like that, and that's great. Um, but this team, I think, needs a change of pace. Um, they need they a swift need, kick in the pants. Yeah, they need a they need a knee in the ass. Am I allowed to say ass? I don't know if you are or not, but we can let it slide. <clears throat> We're gonna do it. He, they need a knee in the ass, and, and I and I. Man, I'm really getting on a, on a trend here, but that's a Coach Arians phrase, not a foot in the ass. They need a knee in the ass. Um, that's how deep they need to go. And, uh, you know, so whether it's Coach Rashard, whether it's Coach Bianami, whether it's Coach Arians, because I really think it's one of those three. Um, yeah, no, I do too. No disrespect to any other candidates or anything like that or anybody else in my interview in the future, but I really think it's one of those three. And I think Bianami has a better chance than I would have given him the first time I heard his name brought yeah. up in the conversation. Um, just kind of looking into him a little bit that I have. Uh, I, I, I feel like he has, has a better chance than, than most probably would give him to begin with. But either way, if it's one of those three guys, I'm elated. Um, there's only one where I'm buying a new piece of clothing to put on my head if it's them. But <laughs> if it's any of those three guys, I'm, I'm extremely excited for the future of the, of the team. And we'll see. Uh, you know, there, there, I've seen some, some misgivings. I've seen some concerns, you know, um, especially like with Coach Arians because the assumption is he'll bring in uh, Todd Bowles would be the defensive coordinator. Todd tends to like a 3-4 front, apparently. I honestly haven't done a whole lot of research on Coach Bowles. Um, if that is in case the move, then I plan on dive, diving really deep. Uh, and I mean really deep. Like I'm talking about going all the way back to Temple when Todd Bowles was a player for Coach Arians. Uh, kind of look at kind of some of the things they've done. Because again, my my initial impression of Coach Arians and his staff is that is the ability, again, it's not X's and O's, it's Jimmy's and Joe's. Well, if your Jimmy's and Joe's don't fit a 3-4, probably shouldn't run a 3-4, right? And I don't think Coach Bowles is the kind of guy who just doesn't know. Like, if you throw Coach Bowles a 4-3 formation, 
I don't think he's going to have a meltdown, curl up in the corner and cry and not know what to do. Uh, I'm pretty sure Todd Bowles knows what to do with four down defensive linemen and, and three linebackers. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it. And yeah, I think any of those those three guys, um, you know, barring some sort of mystery candidate that we haven't heard about, but I, I sincerely doubt that is the case. I would put money on it at my bookie that that is not the case. Um, whether it's B enemy or, or Richard or, or Bruce Arians, um, it, it will bring a, a new level of accountability. It will bring a new culture. And I think Jason Light coming out and saying we're going with an outside hire and then basically cleaning house. I, I, I don't think there's going to be any coordinators or position coaches retained. And I'm going to put an asterisk on that. Unless Bruce Arians is indeed the hire, I could see mm-hmm. Buckner staying, obviously, yeah. because he was the D-line coach for Arians in Arizona. They they were on a staff together. But as far as all the other ones, you're looking at a clean slate. They have to completely redo this whole thing. You had Dirk Cutter basically using Lovey Smith's staff. Um and it's it's been the it's been the too much of, of of a constant for too long, especially one that wasn't succeeding. So I yeah. think with the head coaching change, with the the full staff change, you're going to start to see it swing. It's all a matter of getting the right guy in there. And I truly believe that if it's if it's Bruce or if it's Richard or if it's B Enemy, one of those three guys is the right guy. I don't think they can go wrong with any of those choices given their history given staffs that they've worked on and given the, the ideas and the rejuvenation they can bring this team. Yeah. I mean, to, you know, to be completely honest, if, if, if uh, everybody just did what I wanted them to do, then uh, the hire would be coach Arians with uh, Chris Richard coming in to be the defensive coordinator. And what do they call him? Usually like associate head coach or assistant, oh, assistant head, coach head coach or yeah. whatever, basically earmarking him saying, Hey, once, once Bruce hangs it up for real, you're the next guy in line. Uh, but Chris Richard is way too popular, I think, uh, to not get a, a legit head coach opportunity. And, you know, it, it, these guys are competitors by nature. Chris Richard is, is a football player by trade, you know. Um, well, and they're not playing, they're not playing to, to, to get to the, to the second to best level. They're, they're playing to get to the top, you know, and that's what Coach Cutter alluded to is, you know, he got to spend three years at the top of his profession, you know, coaching at the highest level of competition as a, as a head coach. Uh, so it was a dream come true, and I, I don't think Richard is is a fake candidate for anybody. No. Um, so I, you know, that's obviously not going to happen. But that would be my my dream scenario. Like if this was Madden, and I could just push X and make it whatever I wanted happen happen. That's what would happen. But uh, well, yeah, again, not only way, that, be happy, so. the Cowboys are notorious for making it very difficult for their assistants to leave. Um, you know, when it's basically not for a head coaching gig. Um, right. You know, if, if a team came out and said, you know, to Richard, hey, we want to make you our defensive coordinator, Dallas tends to make it impossible for that to happen. So as much as I'm with you and and I think that would be the dream scenario, I just, yeah, I, I have 0% chance of that happening. <laughs> All right. Well, David, I think that's going to do it for us where I can guarantee we're up against the time, but mm-hmm. make sure for all of the latest on the coaching rumors and, and everything involved, make sure you're checking out everything going on over at bucksnation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at locked on bucks at Jarco underscore bucks and at DH 82 underscore bucks. Send in your voicemails. Try to keep them to that one minute mark. I'm looking at you, Matt. Um, if you, if you want them played on the air, we, we have to keep them around one minute or it's just going to take up too much of our time. 
make sure you're calling 813-444-5841. Don't worry, we're going to have more giveaways coming up. But you know, congratulations to Layton on winning that autographed Quan Alexander jersey. But as I mentioned on that live stream, for those that saw it, we are in the process of, of getting together our draft weekend where we'll have two guaranteed winners and potentially more than that. Um, working on some ideas for something to go on during the regular season, a couple of giveaways during that. We're going to keep that stuff going, but we still need your phone calls and, and your questions and your thoughts, especially on this coaching search. So make sure you're sending those in. 813-444-5841. Hope you all have a wonderful and enjoyable day. And thank you all so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks. I'm searching for a feeling.